0: talking to you about the environment around us, how it affects us, and how, can, how we can be better within it. Today we're going to talk about things you can do to keep your house a little more environmentally clean. Okay? And you're like, well, I'm a pretty clean person. I have a housekeeper. Actually, I do not. I do all the cleaning. My wife doesn't. It drives me insane. Right? She thinks the vacuum cleaner is going to attack her.
1: And I am not the wife.
0: She is not the wife. <laughs> right. And I know my wife will never listen to this, so I am safe, (laughs) right? So you think about, what can I do? Well, I'm going to tell you, okay? And you know where it first starts, Tiffany? Where? As you walk into the house. Right. You're outside stepping on God knows what, because the outside is a bathroom, as we all know, right? So basically the floor mat, the door mat you have at your front door, side door, back door, and yes, you should have one at every door, Right, is holding a whole lot of nasties, feces, urine, um, pesticides, right? Any number of things, and you think, whoa that's disgusting. Do I throw it away? Well, in time you should, but you really should shake it out. And how often do people really shake it out?
1: Uh, not that often. I know I don't.
0: And when you say not that often, how many? What number is that? Not that often.
1: I can't remember the last time that we shook out our. Mats in front of our doors,
0: that's disgusting all right
1: <laughs> Our shoes are off,
0: whatever. <laughs> what I tell people is every week when you empty the take the trash out, you should do that to them because if you think about it, you can view it as maybe trash or something being in the mats you shake them out so that's one of your first um, lines of defense, and you could probably Google this, but I'm not going to tell you where to find it but People have shook them out and had it analyzed and everything I told you, there's that and more. That's gross. It really is. Right? So now you're in the house and you know how some people have like indoor shoes, outdoor shoes? Yes. Right? Which is kind of a pain in the butt, but as soon as you kind of walk in the house, you should have like another set, like some cultures, so you can leave your dirty shoes aside and walk through the rest of the house mm-hmm. because all that dust inside the house is, it's skin cells for one but it's also stuff you're bringing in from the outside right? and as we all know the entryway always captures everything so there's still stuff on your shoes because most people don't go to the front doormat and stop their feet they typically walk across it
1: yeah I I don't know I I do
0: nobody moonwalks if you moonwalk in place on top of it that might help right but then it would wear out really quick
1: true a lot of people don't know why the mats are there they don't no oh welcome yeah, <laughs> it's five
0: o'clock somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's comical.
0: Yeah, or or how often you replace those mats? How often should you? That's a really great question that I cannot answer because okay. it depends on the mat and if you're shaking it out and you know as it starts put this away, as it starts to wear it starts losing its functionality and it should be replaced okay. and it's also based on the traffic so everyone would be thinking about like what would be a good time to do it it's all about usage that you don't really know. Just like you have a water filter in your refrigerator, how often you replace that? It depends on how many gallons of water goes through there. Really difficult to figure out. But let's just keep walking with the process. Okay. We've just walked through the ha- we just walked through the front door. And we've the the floor mat is, has been shook out because I just took out the trash today, and I took my shoes off, so I'm I'm feeling pretty clean. I think I might just sit down and, you know, look at my phone on something. And my heater my air conditioning is running. Right. You know what they say about the HVAC for a house? No. It is the lungs of the building. It's the lungs. Because that's what's running all the air. Right. Right? Um, and right now, I will tell you that we're, uh, this is actually being done in the wintertime. We're coming up on Christmas. Okay? And when you have all those relatives come to visit or you had people come for, like, Thanksgiving, your indoor air quality drops immensely. Because... Um, your, your carbon dioxide levels are increasing because people are off-gassing. Your moisture levels are up because people are off-gassing. You know, People are consuming clean air and expelling bad air. And you're typically not opening the windows. So let's just walk down to the basement or, or the um, utility closet where the HVAC is. And let's look at the filter. You know, When I look at a filter, I expect to see a date on there. To know when it was last changed. Right. Okay. Because people don't remember. So I always write it on there. And there is a stamp on there and I've done thousands of inspections. And it's very rare that anyone ever does that. So a simple rule of thumb for you is you should change it and you should remember to replace it when you pay your quarterly taxes if you're a homeowner, okay? So it's really typically every three months for you to do that, but most people don't, okay? And that's one of the first things I check for people's properties um, when we do like indoor air quality assessments is checking on that filter. And most filters are very um, thin, uh, about the size of, like, a, a book, right? Okay. Filtration is based on MERV, generally speaking. The higher the MERV, the more filtration. So a very thin filter, like a fiberglass filter, um, people say it's going to pick up the golf ball size airborne, right? Whereas you get lower and lower low. it's kind of like, or higher, should I say, like a MERV 16, it's kind of like getting an N95 mask put on your HVAC, meaning, all the air that's circulating in your home is going through an N ninety-five mass, picking up the particulate. Right? And I'm also presuming that your home has um, forced hot air. Because I'm assuming you also, you know, air conditioning. And there's people who don't have that, people have radiant heat, which is very, very healthy. Radiators because you're not really putting anything through the ducts. Now the EPA is goes against me on this opinion, okay? But I seem to have looked inside more ducts than the EPA has. And if you have ducks, and if you've ever lo- taken a look inside, they're disgusting. Have you ever looked inside your ducks?
1: I had them cleaned, so I know they're what was of, in there.
0: A lot of dirt come out? Dirt
1: and dog fur.
0: You got dogs. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lots. Lots, yeah. Sure, they shed. No, they do. And you see that shedding, but the stuff you don't see is going into the ducks. Yes. Yeah. And it sits in the ducks, because they're metal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... EPA doesn't say to actually get your ducts cleaned, and I do no duct cleaning business whatsoever. But I've seen them; I think they're disgusting, and I highly recommend that you get them done. Okay, and no duct cleaning is going to be 100. percent But if the HVAC is the lungs of your property, you would expect that uh, the the super highway of the air going through there, going through the ducts, should be clean. And here's a here's a shocking tip for you: right, they're going to clean it, and they're going to show you all the dirt they got. And they're going to see that you have a brand new filter, and they're going to put that in there. And you are like, great, brand new filter. Can I tell you, in about one week, check that filter, and there's going to be more junk on it than you could imagine. Because everything that they missed or kind of loosened up that didn't pop out, that now has loosened up over the past week from you using it off and on, and from you walking around the house, it's probably going to be changed again. And then you're going to be like, this is disgusting. And it's like, well, you were breathing that before. Right. Right? Now, people, um, for an HVAC, too, because I'm I'm still talking about the HVAC, okay, is because it's the lungs of it, like, what else can you do to HVAC? Some people have whole house humidifiers, okay? Because in the wintertime, what happens is air gets dry, humidity drops, and we we get dry, itchy skin because we're losing moisture. So putting a whole house uh, humidification system in, it will help release that in there. And a lot of viruses and such thrive in a low humidity environment. So you're going to be cutting that down. And there's things that you can add to it, like there's a, there's a debate right now about p- putting like a UV bulb on there because the, the ultraviolet is supposed to sanitize. And there is debate from people saying that, well, the air is not sitting, it's not going there long enough for it to be occurring. I can totally see that argument. I will, t- I, I will tell you that I have a MERV-16 on my house. I have a whole house humidifier. I also have a UV bulb. Okay, I also had my ducks cleaned um, twice, and I've had them cleaned twice in in 20 years. Okay, so you know I do it every 10 years, but I can tell you before I moved in my house in 1930, they never cleaned the ducks, because when they clean the ducks, you what happened? What did they what did they leave when they cleaned your ducks, Tiffany?
1: What do they leave? Yeah. Well, they have to cut into the ductwork, so you you look for that.
0: Correct. What's that look like?
1: Like a square with duct tape over it.
0: Shiny duct tape. Yeah. So if you see that, you know it's done. But I'll tell you one thing they probably didn't do is they probably didn't write down when the ducts were cleaned.
1: On that area? Any area. I don't know. I'll check. I'm not sure. I don't think so.
0: I knew several duct cleaners, and none of them seemed to do it, which I, I kind of dislike. But Right. So... There's things that you can augment to your um, HVAC to make it actually a little bit cleaner. And quite frankly, during COVID, I really thought there would be a greater emphasis on indoor air. And there really hasn't. Because you know when they kept saying, leave the windows open? There's a funny thing in the environmental industry. We call dilution is the solution to pollution. Right? Right. So the whole idea is you open opening that up, opening the windows to let fresh air in to dilute whatever poor indoor air quality you have. So, again, you have people over at Thanksgiving or a holiday and it's wintertime, assuming you're in an environment where it's cold and the windows are closed. Um, you, you want more fresh air. And the systems people can have will inject more fresh air based on usage of the house. Like, there's monitoring. Like, you can get a super high-tech HVAC where they're going to monitor indoor air quality and be like, we need more fresh air in here. Because it's like, maybe it's just um, you, and, you and the family, but then at, you know you have people over and there's 20 people in the house, indoor air quality drops. doesn't get better. Right. Right? So there's actually smart HVAC features you can do, but it really has not taken off. Again, I don't sell these either because no one ever goes to someone's house and says, hey, that's a really sexy HVAC. No. Right? Right. But, you know, next time you are considering um, replacing the HVAC, or even if the is getting older, wouldn't hurt to like open discussion with companies to see what they offer that will increase your indoor air quality, because people complain in the wintertime that they get sick, and it's like, well, look at the air that you're breathing. Right? Right. So, we've gone, We've the floor mats, we've taken off our shoes, we've uh, got the ducts cleaned, and yes, I'm telling people to spend money, and I apologize, uh, but I'm also telling people to be more aware of their air filters. So now we're there and we're like, mm, you know, I, I do see some dust around the house. Maybe I should start cleaning, right? Right. Well, Tiffany, what kind of products do you use to clean?
1: Mostly all natural products, but I mean, there's still some stuff in it. Okay. But, yeah.
0: All natural. Like, do you, do you make them? Like,
1: no. You Sometimes make? I do. Sometimes I will make. What? I'll use the baking soda and the vinegar. Um, I do that a lot.
0: I just like to make that bubble just amazing.
1: <laughs> well, when you're cleaning, like, your oven, you can use it, because it really works well. Does it? It does.
0: Oh, man, I mm. use easy off them. Oh, boy. No, yeah,
1: no chemicals. and.
0: No chemicals. Yeah. It gets so dirty, though, mm-hmm. and my wife won't clean it. it bothers <laughs> me. I just loosen the light bulb so you can't see it.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think I use Murphy's, the Murphy soap, I think. Sure,
0: okay. Do you ever use stuff with, like, a, a lemon fresh scent?
1: Yeah, lavender or... mm
0: -hmm. Do you think there's actually lavender in there?
1: It says lavender oil. Does it? That does, but I I know other stuff does not. It depends, I think, on what you get. Like some of the stuff that you get where it says there's certain scents in it. It's not going to be the oil.
0: This is true. If you you read the product, the list of the chemicals on the back of it, generally speaking, anything that has a scent to it is a chemical that's added to it. Right. You know, Have you ever made lemon water? You kind of squeeze a lot of lemons to get that lemon taste, right? Right. You can imagine they're not squeezing a bunch of lemons to give you that lemon flavor. No. It's a chemical der- derivative.
1: Yeah. Right? It's one of them, fabu- Fabuloso, a lot of people use. Okay. It's purple. Okay. So that has a lot of chemicals and colors in it.
0: There's a million things mm-hmm. out there. Uh, my case in point to you is try to go scentless because at least you're reducing one factor of of chemicals that are in there. Because everyone likes to have a scent. It's not a, not a good thing to have because that's another chemical that's there. And any chemicals that you spray inside your house, right, will, are going to stay inside your house if you're not opening the air to kind of dilute out those chemicals. Right. Right? So I tell people to look at the different cleaning compounds. And really, there's not much that you actually need.
1: Okay. Right. I definitely... You know what? I use soft scrub. Okay. And I know that there's scents in there that's not...
0: Necessary? Yeah. I'm just saying, you like, it's kind of like, and let's not get, I'm not going to gross people out, but, like, they used to have scented to toilet paper. Made no sense whatsoever.
1: No, that's right? not, yeah.
0: Right. But I'm like, again, you think about that, and you think about um, even scents for your, like, your laundry detergent. That's still adding something to it. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't believe the scent is actually helping the cleaning, but psychologically we're like, oh, it's, it's clean. Right. But it really isn't. So you think about using a, you know, and a greener, chemical less chemical, um, harmful, or rich uh, cleaners. And that is helpful. What else do you think you could do inside the house to keep it a little greener? Vacuum. Vacuum. Excellent. Okay. I am the guy who vacuums, not aggressively, not all the time, but I do vacuum. And man... When I remove that bag and it's full, and I'm not saying it gets full like in one day, okay? But like you're doing it and you feel it and you're like, wow, I did a really good job. What many people don't do, including myself, I can get lax on it, is you check the bag frequently. Have you ever cleaned and you're like, this is not doing the cleaning it should do and you realize the bag is full?
1: I have a bagless vacuum cleaner. So you can see it? Yeah, I can see it. So I know when it's full.
0: Well, let me tell you something about bagless. Okay. Do you go outside to empty the that, bagless? Oh yeah. You don't do it inside. No. A lot of people do it inside. No,
1: you got it. You got to shake it. You got to bat. You got to like hit it so you get all the particles off of the, uh, the filter.
0: Right. Yeah. So you do it outside. Outside. What if it's raining?
1: I still. I've never emptied it inside.
0: Okay. A lot of people do it wrong. They empty it inside, and that's one of the complaints people have regarding the bagless.
1: Oh.
0: I use a bag. And I just check it periodically, and I actually stop using it before it gets completely full because I know it diminishes the whole aspect of it. Right. And most all vacuums, higher-end ones, will have a HEPA filter to it. Mm -hmm. Think of HEPA, and I like to say N95. There's not a direct correlation, but it basically means that you're getting a higher quality air filter. I think it's 99.999 particulates being picked up. HEPA is wonderful, okay? And they sell HEPA. Bags for vacuum cleaners for shop vacs. HEPA is a wonderful thing. So absolutely, the vacuum using a um, a vacuum that has that capability, or the bagless and you're emptying it outside, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Okay, so you got into that. Do you have anything, everything else you want to? Add? What
1: about using a Swiffer MopJet?
0: Hmm. <sighs> yes. That I mean, that's not incredibly eco because you again you are using you are using chemicals.
1: Yeah, and you're using the pad. I mean, I have one. I use it.
0: I have one too, and I do it quick when people come over because I don't want people to know I'm a, I'm a slob.
1: Yeah. Right. Takes up my dog prints on the floor
0: completely. I re- I actually also have a bunch of like um, microfiber cloths that I actually uh, attach to the Swifter, mm-hmm. and I use that with a, just a mixture of like soap and water my, that I use to clean the floors. And trust me, those things get dirty. I save like a a bucket of bags and then I I launder them. And eventually they just get all dirty and you do throw them away. But I prefer them more so because when you use microfiber, there's all those little hooks on there, it helps grab stuff out. And you can wring them out and what I also do is I flip them over, which is something you can do for swifters too. You can flip it over so you get both sides. Right. And I will actually even take it and I'll put it under warm water so it's wet again because the moisture only lasts for. So long, bit, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but it is shocking how dirty it gets, mm-hmm. you know. But I'll use a lot of like yellow, uh, multicolored microfibers, and they get just as disgusting and dirty. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's a real bummer.
1: It, yeah, right, very time consuming.
0: You've been pretty good throwing these things out there. Do you have a, anything else to keep your house a little bit greener? She's thinking, people,
1: I use the bleach, um. Uh, circular things in the
0: the bleach circular things <laughs> in the yeah we don't really know in the what toilet that is, in the toilet
1: uh, you put them in the back of it
0: yep in the tank yeah, it's called the tank the tank yep, okay
1: <laughs> and I don't remember what they're called
0: <laughs> well people do have complaints discs. about that the discs, discs. Yeah. A, well it's a, a hockey puck the yeah. hockey puck that made of people can actually complain about that because it tends to wear out the gasket on the flapper oh and it tends to leak water and you don't know that's occurring I'm not a big fan of that. Okay. Sounds like you don't like to clean the toilets. I don't blame you.
1: No, but I, uh, I also have well water. So well water turns a different color.
0: Sure. Yeah. She lives in the boonies. Yeah. Yeah. Not all New Jersey is the Sopranos people. <laughs> it's like, nope. we actually have farms and all this other stuff going on here. hmm I'm not going to uh, say to that. I'm going to actually jump into a little bit of infrastructure. Okay. Okay? People have... You don't realize I talked about lead in another uh, uh, another um, podcast, but there's mercury in your house as well. And you're like, where could mercury be? Fluorescent light bulbs have mercury in them. Kay? Okay. A very small amount. And fluorescent bulbs, even, even the, the circular ones or the the long tube ones have it. And what happens is they break and they release mercury. I would not want to have something that has mercury inside my house. No. I would want to replace those with LEDs. And they actually have LED, um, you know, replacement style fluorescent lights that you can have. Alright? That and additionally, if you have an old thermostat, old school, not a smart thermostat, there's mercury in that as well. Right? Mm-hmm. People have that, and not that you're really going to be dropping the thermostat, but I'm not a big fan. And, and if you have some light switches that old ones that go click, typically have mercury to them. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, we're we're kind of going over a wide area. I have a on uh, in a closet that has a light in my house. The the switch would click and it was an old Mercury switch and I removed oh, that okay. and I replaced it. Why could it ever break? I don't know but I don't like the idea that it's there and it could. Right. Same thing with the fluorescent bulbs. I, I replaced those because I didn't like the possibility that it could occur because what happens is it bul- it burns out, you put it to the side, you put another new bulb in and the you drop the bulb. You know, Or it's in a lamp and a kid hits the lamp with a basketball because everyone plays basketball in the house and boom. Then that's a problem. I will tell you, you know, I'm telling you to spend money on certain things, right? I'm going to tell you a really inexpensive way that you can also improve the air quality. And again, the first thing, and this is what I'm going to end with, but what I started with is basically shaking out your floor mat, which just basically takes your time and and your effort. And and to do it, you know, every week when you take out the trash, assuming you get trash once a week, right? It's where you store your, your chemicals right and you're like what chemicals I don't have any chemicals uh, you do you have cans of paint right have you ever opened up a can of paint and it's dry oh yeah so does that tell you the ca- can is airtight
1: no it tells you that it's not
0: that's correct so it's off gassing right right so you're gonna have a bunch of different things could be oils gasoline paints could be a stain um, any trust me you n- any number of things it's gonna be somewhere. Put them where you're least likely to be impacted by them. okay? If you have a garage, I'd put them on the for- far wall of the garage because the garage is going to get a lot of air circulating. I don't like putting them in basements. I don't like them in basements where you're going to be habitating and having exercise equipment. I had a guy who was getting sick, right? Uh, help guy who's in great shape had a little gym in the basement, an office down there, and in his office, which wasn't the best office, there was just cans and cans of paints and all this other stuff, you know? And and I'm like, this is not good for you. Like, you need to put them somewhere. Um, And I know a lot of times that the paint companies, they don't want you to store them, like, outside, like in a shed, right? Right. Well, you may just need to get rid of that paint color, okay? Okay. I tell people you can take a photograph of the paint can and remember that and leave the lid off that thing. The thing will dry out and typically latex you can just dispose of in the trash or do a household hazardous waste aid. But I guarantee you have cans of paint that you're never going to use again. Just never. But you're you're hoarding it, but you're also allowing it to off gas because people use varnishes, um, paint thinners and stuff. So there's all these chemicals and compounds people have. Pesticides. Right. You know, it could be an ant, an ant trap and everything. If you read about storage, about this and that, where it's supposed to be, it's not supposed to be anywhere near where humans occupy. And people don't do that. No. No. Yeah. So I tell people, put it, put it outside somewhere, put it detached garage. If it's in a garage, again, put it on the wall farthest away. Put it in a cabin. Just get it away from where you're going to be coming in contact with it. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a basic storage. So do you think we've bored people enough?
1: I think we did a good job.
0: I think we depressed some people, and I apologize for that. It's not meant to be that way. I hope not. It occurs, I know. (laughs) All right. We're signing off. You guys have a great day. Thanks.